This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast on this Monday morning, October 31st, 2022. We're just nine days away from the midterm elections. Everything's tightening. Looks like the Republicans are looking at a tsunami red wave. That's only a hope. That's the case. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. Got a nice morning this Monday morning. It's looking like, uh, well, it's a little bit of rain out there, but it's very nice mild temperatures. We're loving it here in the fall temperatures. These are your top five headlines for this Monday. Let's start off with headline number five. As inflation surges, Democrats protect Biden. From ABC News, a measure of inflation that is closely monitored by the Federal Reserve remained painfully high last month, the latest sign that prices for most goods and services in the United States are still rising steadily. Friday's report from the Commerce Department showed that price rose 6.2% in September from 12 months earlier, the same year-over-year rate as in August. The latest price figures come just as Americans have begun voting in midterm elections in which Democrats' control of Congress is at stake and inflation is shot to the top of voters' concerns. Republicans have heaped blame on President Joe Biden and congressional Democrats for the skyrocketing prices that have buffeted households across the country. There are still those who do not blame Biden for record inflation. RNC Research, Democrat Representative Jamal Bauman The issue of inflation is not related to Democrats or Biden's fault. It's a problem at the core of our economic system that has been there for a very long time. All right, so yeah, inflation is most definitely a big problem in the midterms. Everybody sees it. They see it when they go to the grocery store, when they go to the pump. Everything's on the rise. This Democratic representative is not all wrong. It has been a long-term problem with too much spending, too much monetary policy of printing money. That's absolutely the major cause for inflation. But to completely deny that this is Biden's fault is a false statement because the Biden administration has spent so much money in the last two years that it has exasperated the problem. And that's why we're seeing inflation happening now because of the excessive spending and the excessive printing of money. And that's why they're going to get voted out here in the midterms in a very major way. So let it be a wake-up call. If you want more of the same, then vote Democrat. If you want to change, you know what you need to do. All right, headline number four, Elon Musk cleans house at Twitter. From the Washington Examiner, upon taking over the social media company this week, the self-proclaimed chief tweet cast out four of the top executives for cause in an apparent effort to avoid paying them their multi-million dollar severance packages. The specific reasons for firing top executives, including CEO Parag Agrawal, CFO Ned Segal, General Counsel Sean Edget, and the company's top lawyer Vijaya Gade, 
are unknown, but the action of firing them with cause will likely be challenged in court. Daily Mail. Gade, 47, has been a low-key Silicon Valley power player for years and at Twitter played a key role in the contentious decisions to ban Donald Trump and suppress news articles about Hunter Biden's laptop. The executives are now the only people on their way out. Wall Street Journal, Twitter Incorporated is drafting plans for broad layoffs. Proposed layoffs are expected to reduce engineering positions as well as affect other areas at the company. One of the people said, Twitter has roughly 7,500 employees. The full scale of cuts being discussed couldn't be determined. Okay, so Elon Musk is now head of the Twitter starship, and he makes all the decisions, and that's how business operates. Once it changes hands, then he makes and calls all the shots. So he's opening it up to free speech once again, and that's what needs to be done. The amounts that these uh, CEOs receive and severance pays is uh, exorbitant. It's in the multi-million dollars. It's over the top. They destroyed the Twitter company. There could be many reasons why Elon Musk fires him for cause. The fact that they dethroned uh, President Trump. Many different reasons why censorship could be for cause. And again, it's up to the CEO of the, of the company, which is now currently Elon Musk. All right, headline number three, odds given to Republicans in gubernatorial races. From the Hill, Governor Kathy Hochul's lead over Republican Lee Zeldin is narrowing in the New York's gubernatorial race with less than two weeks to go from the November midterms, according to a new Emerson College polling PICS 11, the Hill survey. The poll released on Friday found that the governor received 50% of support among very likely voters in the state, compared to Zeldin with 44%. Interactive polls. New. Governor odds. Arizona Lake. Kerry Lake, 81%. All-time high. Hobbs, 19%. Nevada. Lombardo, Republican, 66%. All-time high. Sisolak, 34%. Wisconsin, Republican. Mitchells, 63%. Democrat Evers, 37%. Oregon, Republican. Drazen, 58%. Democrat Kotek, 42%. Kansas, Republican Schmidt, 54%. Democrat Kelly, 46%. It's looking more and more like a red tsunami wave. All areas, gubernatorial, Senate, Congress, all the way down to the state houses, school boards. This is going to be a rout. People are fed up with the wokeness, the cancel culture critical race theory, the indoctrination of our children, men in women's sports, all across the board, the transgender issues, American people don't like it, they're spitting it out, and they're going to voice their opinions on November the 8th, because that's the right thing to do. All right, headline number two, as education flails, Democrats blame COVID rather than lockdowns. From the town hall, two years after consecutive months of disrupted learning caused serious setbacks in the education of America's school-aged children, the Biden administration is blaming the COVID-19 pandemic, not the government-mandated school closures. From the nation's report card, from 2019 to 2022, average math scores for 4th and 8th graders declined in most states and participating urban districts. Reading scores, however, remain steady in several areas. 
From The Economist, financially, at least America's schools have been fairly well supported. Some $190 billion of federal relief money has flowed to schools since the start of the pandemic, equal at about to about one quarter of what America spends on public schooling in a normal year. Well, it doesn't surprise us that the Democrats uh, believe that it's just the pandemic that caused the school reduction in scores across the board. The Democrats pushed the narrative. They shut everything down. The uh, teachers' unions are to blame also, especially in Los Angeles. We saw how absurd they were. They just stayed home. They didn't want to go to work. They knew they were going to get a paycheck. It's all on the Democrats. There's nothing that we can say other than they're mandated COVID masking, they're mandated vaccines, shutting down the schools. You see the results. It's all on them. What more can you say? All right, headline number one. Florida Medical Board approves banning puberty blockers. From the National Review, the Florida Board of Medicine and State Board of Osteopathic Medicine have approved a plan to ban puberty blockers and sex reassignment surgery as treatments for transgender minors in the state. Florida's decision comes in the wake of the United Kingdom closing its sole gender dysphoria clinic, the Tavistock, that the clinic pursued an unquestioning affirmative approach and pressured staff to embrace a blind acceptance of such treatments. Chloe Cole My breasts were beautiful. Now they've been incinerated for nothing. Thank you, Modern Medicine. Quote, my public comment at the Florida Board of Medicine meeting in Orlando today. All right, so finally a uh, governor with some guts to push back on this absurdity of a medical mandate to allow for transgender transitional surgeries for minors, which is so out of line with where the American people think and parental rights that Governor DeSantis is standing up and really pushing back on that is a roadmap for other governors around the state, especially if the gubernatorial race is shifting the way it is toward the Republicans. The Republicans need to take example of Governor DeSantis and do the same thing in their states. This idea is nuts. It's crazy. And if you do any research and dig into it, having this kind of surgery is child abuse. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Monday morning as we approach the midterm elections. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. Have a great start to your week, and we'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. See you all then. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.